2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply.
0: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking
3: news 98 7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now it's a chilly 27 degrees. Firefighters battled a duplex fire Wednesday afternoon in the 2100 block of Pinecrest in southeast Wichita. First responders found a heavy fire in the rear of the structure. An occupant escaped the blaze and refused treatment for smoke inhalation from EMS. The Red Cross is helping the victim. Investigators pegged the initial loss at $80,000 to the structure and $10,000 to the contents, the cause is under investigation. The power will shift in the
4: U.S. House of Representatives to the Republican Party. House Republicans have California Congressman Mike Garcia to thank. His win in the 27th District was the 218th for House Republicans, clinching a majority in the next Congress. Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, also of California, tweeted about, as he put it, The end of Democrats' one-party rule. President Biden, in a statement, congratulated Republicans, saying he promised to work with both parties and not get caught in political warfare. Minnesota Representative Tom Emmer, who oversaw the House midterm election effort, says it's only the third time in 68 years the House has flipped from Democratic to Republican. Grinnell's Scott, Fox News.
3: Kentucky Republican Republican Senator Mitch McConnell will lead the GOP in the chamber next year. That's the Senate, of course, but he had to fight for Senate Minority Leader. Fox's Chad Pergram explains from Capitol Hill.
5: Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell routed Rick Scott in a race to maintain his post as the top Senate Republican. The final vote, 37 to 10. McConnell said victory was never in doubt.
4: Look, I'm not going anywhere.
5: Some GOP senators asked to postpone the leadership election until after the Georgia Senate runoff next month. Scott supporters faulted McConnell for not winning the Senate majority. But Scott drew criticism over how he chaired the GOP Senate Campaign Committee. Scott fell short on his projection of 55 seats.
3: Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is picking Washington Democratic Senator Patty Murray to serve as pro tempore. In the Senate, beginning in January, she's replacing retiring Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy. At Wednesday's Central County Commission meeting, the board discussed the county's 2023 holiday schedule.
6: Right now, the county has 10 paid holidays, with a discussion centered on adding Juneteenth to the mix,
3: either as an 11th paid day or substituting it for one of the other holidays. Officials said the total cost of adding an 11th day to the schedule would exceed $828,000. In a survey of over thirteen hundred county employees, nearly eighty three percent were in favor of recognizing Juneteenth, but over half wanted to simply add it to the schedule, not substitute it for another. Commissioner Sarah Lopez says the county faces serious budget challenges next year, but it 's important
6: that they find ways to make the organization more appealing to the workforce We want people to to want to work at Sedgwick County, and I think this is an, another thing that we can another tool that we can use to say. That we we do appreciate our diversity and we we really want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to be inclusive to everybody. The board voted 5-0 to substitute Juneteenth for President's Day. Rodney Price, KNSS
3: News. Even though he faced death threats during the Capitol Hill riot, former Vice President Mike Pence says he will not testify before the House January 6th committee. The crowd on Capitol Hill was chanting, Hang Mike Pence on January 6th. The former vice president hid out in a docking bay as rioters stormed the Capitol. Now he's on a book tour. And during an interview with CBS, he was pressed about testifying before the House committee investigating the violence. He said the panel is partisan and that it has no right to his testimony. But the committee's leaders, Democrat Benny Thompson and Republican Liz Cheney, rejected Pence's characterization. Accusing the former vice president of misrepresenting the nature of the investigation to quote, Promote his new book
7: in Washington Sean Lanchel Fox News.
3: KNSS News Time now, 604, four minutes past six o'clock. Stephen Ten of the Morning, KNSS. 609 here on this Thursday morning, one week. Before Thanksgiving, Jay Leno remains hospitalized after suffering burns last weekend. The doctor overseeing his care says Leno is in good condition after undergoing surgery and other treatment for burns to his face, hands, and chest. Another surgery is ahead this week for the former Tonight Show host. Leno is up and walking, telling jokes, giving out cookies to young patients. The fire that injured Leno occurred in the Burbank garage where he stores his famed collection of motor vehicles. His doctor says he expects Leno to fully recover. After announcing he's running for the White House again, former President Trump is generating plenty of reaction, good and bad. Fox's Kevin Cork has more. Ron DeSantis, frankly, says he's just not sure now is the time to talk about such things.
7: Now, look, I think we, we just we just finished this election, okay? People just need to chill out a little bit on some of this stuff. Main time on Twitter, Lindsey Graham, among others on the Hill, think the timing could
3: be right for a Trump redux, quote, If President Trump continues this tone on a consistent basis, he'll be hard to beat. Some Democrats on Capitol Hill welcomed the former president's announcement that he's running again, convinced that Trump will not be able to win in 2024. New research says more than a billion teens and young people are putting themselves at risk of losing their hearing thanks to headphones and loud music venues.
5: Reasonable sound levels are about 80 decibels for adults, 75 for kids. But researchers say people listening to headphones or earbuds can often have them cranked up to as much as 105 decibels. Entertainment venues may be producing decibels as high as 112. All that sound can damage ears. The new study published in the British medical journal Global Health says the number of teens and young adults at risk of hearing loss could be as many as 1.35 billion. They're calling on governments around the world to prioritize safe listening policies. Jill Nato, Fox News.
3: KNSS News time now, 6-11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. This morning's traffic
6: conditions looking pretty good out there in the Wichita area so far. Not really seeing much in the way of... Problems and the traffic conditions. Well, it's cold out there, but otherwise, traffic conditions are uh, pretty good so far here in the Wichita area this morning. Traffic update from 98. 7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
3: Now let's take a look at that cold forecast with uh, KNSS staff meteorologist, Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
8: Good morning. We have the cold air in place this morning with temperatures in the 20s. We're gonna to try to crawl up to a high of 45 today. We'll see a varying amount of cloud cover. Now late today and into tonight, a front diving through sprinkles and flurries with it and the overnight low at 20. Only rebounding to the upper 20s on Friday with some clouds. Sunny for Saturday, the high upper 30s. I'm KNSS meteorologist Jennifer Naira Moore.
3: I you your pardon. Jennifer's doing this, the weather this morning. Uh, six twelve now, Steve and Ted. Clear sky, 22 degrees, south wind at 3 miles per hour. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hello, Steve McIntosh. And how was the Bahamas?
7: Well, I, you wouldn't know. Yeah, I wouldn't know.
3: <laughs> Just as much as you. Uh, it's good to have a couple
7: of days off, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, I had some days <laughs> off, but I did not uh, go any further than Yoder, Kansas. Ah. I, you know, I saw that, uh, that Facebook, and I said, man, I was
3: thinking about going up there the other day myself. But uh, did you have some pie? I did. I had some chocolate
7: pie. Oh man. That's a good The carriage crossing up there. Yeah, I went to carriage crossing and went to the Yoder Meats across the street. There you go. Got some <laughs> nice hickory smoked bacon there, oh, man. Oh, oh man. Had some of that yesterday. Say that's living, Hello. living large.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Today is uh, November 17th, 2022, and we're 7 days away from, of course, Thanksgiving, and we're 1 day away from that other big holiday. You remember the one that did? What's that's tomorrow? The 18th. I'm still in the dark. My grandson Nolan's birthday. Oh, (laughs) all right. I thought you'd have that at the top of your mind on that. On this date in 1800, Congress held its first session in the partially completed U.S. Capitol building. That was in 1800. The driver of an SUV veered into the wrong lane and plowed through dozens of Los Angeles County Sheriff's Academy recruits running in formation during a training exercise yesterday. Authorities say 25 cadets were injured. Sheriff Alex Villanueva says the most serious injuries include a head trauma, broken bones, and loss of limb. Of those hurt, five are critically injured, four had moderate injuries, and 16 had minor injuries. So far, authorities say looks like the case is just a horrific accident. And that was in Whittier, California, and then Los Angeles County. U.S. Representative Karen Bass has beaten developer Rick Caruso to become the next mayor of Los Angeles. She will be the first black woman to hold a post. With more than 70% of the vote in, Bass had run up a lead of nearly 47,000 votes. Her election comes as Los Angeles deals with an out-of-control homeless crisis, rising crime rates, and multiple scandals that have shaken trust in city government.
7: Yep, a lot of issues. You're
3: the mayor of L.A. At a rally on election night, Bass noted the challenge and saying, "We are in a fight for the soul of our city. you are gonna fight, all right, <laughs> man. Those big cities, huge, a lot of, a lot of problems.
7: Big so, cities are. I
3: don't know why anybody would a lot would, of things to do, but boy, there's a lot of problems. I don't know why anybody would want to want to be the mayor of a big city like that? Huh. All right, it's. Uh, you see, we got uh, Thanksgiving is a week away, and we got. I'm gonna, We're going to be talking about Thanksgiving today, Ted. Maybe, uh, hmm, uh, Black Friday's coming up next week, and we'll talk about that. I-, I wanted to talk a little bit later on about highway rest stops. Yesterday we had a story on about the new Buckies. Yeah? It's opening down in Texas. Where else? And it's going to be even bigger than the biggest one. So it's going to be oh, the my. biggest in the world. Where is it opening world, up? World, world. What was the name of that place? Luling? Somewhere on I 10 between uh, San Antonio and Austin. Between was- San Antonio and Austin? Yeah. Okay. Houston, and, uh, Houston, uh, San Houston. You're right. Okay, yeah. okay. But, uh, We were talking about Bucky's. Yesterday. Love Bucky's. Bucky's the best, yeah. man. Yeah. And I was trying to explain that to Tom Leffler, our commodities uh, reporter, yesterday. With Bucky's. He wasn't quite getting the whole thing there. He just couldn't imagine what we were describing to him. Toilets that go on forever. It's,
7: it's <laughs> like uh, you know, Quick Trip times a hundred.
3: Yeah. This and this new uh, new one's going to have. One hundred and twenty fueling stations. That's the point. Man. That'll be something to see. A good tourist attraction. They make it pretty easy to stop on in. I'm doing it. Spend try- your money. I forgot to ask Pete Meichner about that yesterday, the Century County Commissioner, because Jed said, you know, maybe we ought to see if the county can get a bucky's up there at Park City.
7: <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs>
3: Uh, well, I never city. said
7: that. Didn't you? That's no. what, Maybe that, uh,
6: I,
3: well,
7: that was my idea then. <laughs> okay, Jed, way to go. You know, it Park was my idea. It's a great Park idea. Park City's big dream was to always get a casino, well, which they finally have now. But yeah, but now but they can their have big a goal great big goal should big be toilet. to have a Bucky's. Yeah, maybe they can the biggest buckies in the world, bring people. Oh, and remember a few years ago when their big deal was they're going to have a twenty-three million dollar aquarium. Yeah, uh, that never happened. They were. What was that in Park City? Yeah. Yeah. Never somebody's gonna come up there and put the yeah huge aquarium in there. What are at, you gonna put in? Never catfish and perch? never saw that. <laughs>
6: oh, big dreams. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there were some people that went to Wild West World. Hey, don't, I, I don't never, know. I never made it there. You didn't but. have to mention that, did you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, six eighteen. Steve is dead in the morning here on KNSS. It's uh, take, taking a look at lead
7: off sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted. We've got Shocker basketball tonight. Wichita State on the road at Richmond. First time ever that the Shockers and the Spiders have met in college basketball. First meeting. During the last decade, Wichita State is the second best road team in the nation. Behind only Gonzaga. Shockers have won 72% of their road games over the last 10 years. Shocks, have, uh, Shocks are a five and a half point underdog, according to FanDuel. Of course, the Shockers are coming off an embarrassing loss to Alcorn State last Saturday at home, trying to get back in the win column at Richmond tonight. Here's Shocker head coach Isaac Brown.
4: But you got to take it one game at a time, and we just got to continue to get better. Uh, we got to learn from this game versus All- Alcorn State, and then the following day we got to have a better practice, and the following day after that we got to have an even better practice in order to, you know, go down and try to get a win. And then when the game comes, obviously you got to make shots, you got to defend at a high level you got to do all the little things that it take to win on the road.
7: Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole will begin their pregame coverage at 5 p.m. The game will tip off at 6 o'clock this evening. Listen to the Shockers live on 103.7 KEYN. It was a good night to be a female athlete for Wichita State in the city of Tulsa last night, as the women's basketball team and the volleyball team both got wins in the city of Tulsa. Shocker women's basketball team visiting Oral Roberts. And Steve Strain had the call of the game on 97.5 and 12.40, KFH. And she'll toss
1: it away. She threw it right to D.J. McCarty at the free throw line,
7: who streaks to the basket, lays it
1: up and good, and count it with a foul. And D.J. McCarty is up to 16 points. And Wichita State is now up by double digits again. It's 47-36. to 36.
7: Shocks would go on to win the game, 89-67. Ooh. DJ McCarty with a career-high 23 points. Shocks get their first road win of the season. They're now 2-1 on the season. And it's their first road win at Earl Roberts in 23 years. Shocker women's basketball team gets the win. And the volleyball team also won in Tulsa last night. Beat the Golden Hurricane three sets to one. Shocker volleyball has beaten Tulsa seven times in a row. Natalie Foster had six blocks and 16 kills as the Shockers got the win. Shocker volleyball team is very firmly in fourth place right now in the American Conference here late in the season. We have Thursday night football tonight in the NFL. The first place Tennessee Titans are up in Green Bay taking on the Packers tonight. Packers are a three-point favorite, according to FanDuel, at home there in Lambeau Field. Tennessee has won six of its last seven. Their only loss in that stretch was that road loss at the Kansas City Chiefs. Titans are in the number three spot in the AFC right now. The Packers are still a game and a half behind for a playoff spot. Live coverage of Thursday Night Football: Packers and the Titans at six thirty this evening, and you can listen live to that game on KFH. And a couple of birthdays today. How about former Wichita Wings goalie Keith Van Arren is sixty-seven today. Born in Brooklyn, he was one of uh, he was on the first couple of Wings teams, and they traded him to the Philadelphia Fever. Former Wings goalie Keith Van Aaron is 67 today. And happy birthday to a big shocker basketball star, Paul Miller. Yeah, he was big. big, six, big. six feet ten. Huge out of Missouri. <laughs> and he is forty years old today. Paul Miller is forty. Is That's hard, of course, he's the Missouri Valley his senior year. He was the Missouri Valley Conference Player of the Year. He was and uh, of course he led the Shockers to the Missouri Valley Conference Championship and the the sweet 16, of course, in the NCAA tournament that year. Big guy, Paul Miller. Did he, he play
3: baseball too? Was he a pitcher, man? Originally
7: he was supposedly going to be a pitcher for the Shocks. It never materialized. Oh, okay. They soon realized his better pursuit would be the basketball. <laughs> basketball on the basketball to court. 6'10. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Paul Miller, he is 40 today. Happy birthday, Paul Miller, and that's sports with Steven Ted. 621 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
3: Suggestions on the best way to eat. Ah, that's coming up. Stevens head of the morning here on
4: KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330
3: KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 630 on this Thursday morning, and a frosty 22 degrees. Police identify a pedestrian fatally injured Tuesday when he was hit by a car at Seneca and Haskell in South Wichita. 45 year old Christopher Lacey of Wichita died at the scene. The driver of the car has been cooperating with the police investigation. This is the 37th traffic fatality of the year for Wichita.
7: Could we be seeing an end to the political career of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi? Well, She's expected to talk about that today.
5: After Democrats lost control of the House, as well as the brutal attack last month on her husband, many people on Capitol Hill are wondering if Nancy Pelosi's going to seek another term as Democratic leader or step aside. Her spokesman sent out a tweet late Wednesday saying... The Speaker plans to address her future plans tomorrow to her colleagues. Stay tuned. There were no details about when or where she might make an announcement. Pelosi did tell CNN that the attack on her husband would have an impact on her decision. In Washington, Jill NATO Fox News.
3: Local and federal officials are investigating the murders of four University of Idaho students.
5: Moscow Chief of Police James Fry says
8: officials still believe four University of Idaho students killed in an off-campus apartment early Sunday were targeted, calling it an isolated attack.
3: The four were stabbed with a knife, but no weapon has been located at this time.
8: Explaining there was no sign of forced entry into the residence.
3: Investigators are working to follow up on all leads, and to identify a person of interest.
8: Adding they're working with the Idaho State Police and the FBI and waiting on autopsy reports for further evidence. Officers finding the victims, three women and one man, all between the ages of 20 and 21, after responding to a report of an unconscious person. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
7: It could be coming to a dinner table near you. Lab-raised chicken.
3: The Food and Drug Administration has concluded that Upside Foods' cultivated or lab-raised chicken is safe to eat, bringing the product one step closer to market in the U.S. The product is grown directly from animal cells without slaughtering millions of animals. Upside founder and CEO Dr. Uma Valeti calls it a watershed moment in the history of food, marking a major step towards a new era in meat production. Upside Foods still needs approval from the U.S. Department of Agriculture before the cultivated chicken can be sold.
0: Tom Rigotti, Fox News.
3: A federal appeals court has rejected an appeal by several Kansas law enforcement officers who were sued by a man who was wrongfully convicted of murder. Floyd Bledsoe was convicted in the 1999 rape and murder of 14-year-old Camille Arfman in Oskaloosa, Kansas. He served 16 years in prison before being released after his brother Tom confessed in a suicide note to killing the girl. Several officers named in a federal lawsuit filed by Bledsoe Argued they should be given qualified immunity for their actions involving Bledsoe. The Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled against the officers. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
8: Good morning. It's another cold start to yet another day here, folks. We're going to try to move our high up closer to 45 today. We should see a little bit of sunshine peeking through the clouds. Now, later on this evening, we have a few sprinkles and flurries in the forecast with a front diving through, otherwise cloudy, a low at 20. Cloudy and colder weather on Friday with our high upper 20s. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Jennifer dayer That's
3: right. That's Jennifer. Dan Holliday's voice did not change overnight. Uh, (laughs) He is so consistent. He's here every day. And just get you just used to introducing him. And he'll be back tomorrow, I'm sure. Six uh, six thirty three now. No, I won't. Okay, never mind. Six <laughs> six thirty four. Stephen ten in the morning here on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. Today is uh, Thursday, November seventeenth. And looking on the uh, the calendar here, what happened on this date, nineteen seventy three? President Richard Nixon on one of his most quoted comments ever. I- addressing the uh, Associated Press Managing Editors in Orlando, Florida. Quote, people have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Hmm. <laughs> that
7: was, that was a, those words. A of,
3: Nixon moment, you know.
7: <laughs> words him. have stuck out there now for <laughs> almost 50 years. Just stayed stayed with his, they're
3: part of his legacy. Yeah, as it said. sure
7: is. All right,
3: All right, let's see what else we got going on this morning, Ted. Ted. Um, uh, If former President Donald Trump was counting on support for his new presidential bid from his old friends in conservative media, he may have to recalculate. Headlines greeting his announcement that he's seeking the White House again suggest his ex-media buds have moved on. The Red State blog posting, Trump shocks the world by nearly putting us to sleep. The uh, American conservative headline read, Old Mar-a-Lago man yells at cloud. The biggest Trump troller, the New York Post, run by former ally Rupert Murdoch. An article on Trump's speech was buried on page 26. Uh, And a page one banner said, Florida man makes announcement. Not even mentioning Trump's name. Relying
7: on the New York Post to generate buzz Uh, for you. Yeah. You're already. That's what I was thinking, too.
3: Come on. Trump has been a, a social media type guy, you know, obviously. Used it more extensively than anybody, mm-hmm. so he probably. I know what his. I know what his comment is. I don't care. Those guys don't matter. <laughs> At any rate, six thirty-five now. Stephen, Ted, and uh, see what's going on in my life. I just want to tell you that uh, my wife and I have, you know, we're trying to redo my daughter's bedroom. She's been out of there for about twenty-five years now, and <laughs> well, uh, a, I'm
7: glad you're getting around
3: to. We've it. Still got our wallpaper. Uh-huh.
7: Up. We're going to it. We're going to make it into my office. Although I say that. My room at my parents' house is, still has the same wallpaper. It's got the Pittsburgh Basically, Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's baseball wallpaper. That hadn't changed Frozen at
3: all. it in time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we're, we have ordered, and they have arrived now, a nice computer desk. It's it's heavy wood. Mm-hmm. I could barely get it in the it's 110 pounds, so we could hardly get it in the front door. Woof. And we ordered a nice new uh, chair to match. Nice. And so somebody's going to have to assemble those, and Shelly and I are going to tackle that. Here in the oh next boy. week, and yeah, I'll that's, be, if we that's if a, we survive, that's always a mother. You know, we worked together on, on redoing the windows and getting them all fixed up, and that was a chore. But we survived, and we got it done. So we'll see. Look at you, all these projects. <laughs> yeah, I'm a DIY guy. Yeah. yeah.
7: Rivet A goes into slot. Oh, don't don't six six five. Oh no. no okay, no. where's that at? Yeah, there's always one. Rivet C goes into <laughs> slot six eight four. You know, what?
3: There's, and there's always one screw short. So
7: <laughs> you have to ad lib. Well, now that yeah, or the trouble is you end up with eight screws more. Like, were those supposed to go somewhere? Huh? you can put them in that little know. put them in that baby food jar that you keep all those in? <laughs> six thirty seven.
3: Stephen Ted, new arrival at the Sedgwick County Zoo, chimpanzee Mahale. Gave birth to a baby boy at 12.48 p.m. yesterday, November, November 15th. It was a C-section. Cute, little baby. After laboring through the morning, the animal care team noticed changes in her progress, and the decision was made to intervene surgically. Doctors Laura Whistler and uh, Jana Chibri of the College Hill OBGYN were on hand to perform a C-section at in, uh, in the uh, zoo's veterinary clinic. How about that? And uh, there's there's a picture of. Did it, I don't think they've got a name for this youngster yet. Doesn't say in the news release that they do, but uh, they've sent along a, a photo. And, and Jad says sometime this morning he's going to put that up on our web page, and you can see this adorable little. Hi, yeah,
7: we have a new little resident
3: of Wichita. Yeah, yeah. he looks. He kind of reminds me of well Tom Leffler, but I you know six thirty eight six thirty eight Stephen ten in the morning time for the game It says commodities update with one of the upper primates. Uh, Tom Leffler. Good morning, Tom.
4: <laughs> Good morning, Steve and Ted. Well, the cash cattle trade is yet to develop very strongly in the Southern Plains. We have seen some move at the price of $150 which is the fourth straight week in a row at that price level. Now, Wednesday, the cattle complex was able to close positive with the largest upside being in our live cattle futures. The feeder cattle were unable to make new highs for the week as they held inside trading sessions. The February and April live cattle yesterday made new highs for the week. Now Trading for the lean hogs was two-sided, and they closed positive. The February contract made a new high for the current move to the upside. At the close yesterday, February live cattle, twenty higher, twenty 25 January feeders 45 cents higher at 177.47 and Feb hogs up 27 cents at 90.35. Now, despite Mexico buying almost 1.9 million metric tons of U.S. corn yesterday, the grain and the soybean complexes all closed negative, with big downside in the soybean futures. Now, after yesterday's market close, it was announced that Egypt bought 300,000 metric tons of Russian wheat, and we're hearing reports this morning that the Black Sea grain Export corridor has been extended for 120 days. I think this is one thing that's helping put some pressure on the grains this morning. December Kansas City wheats trading 9.5 cents lower at $9.46. December corn's down three quarters at $6.55.5. And January beans down 15 and 3 at $14.13 and three quarters. December crude oil this morning $1.78 lower at $83.81. December gold down $9.60 at $1,760. 6620. December S P thirty-two points lower at 3937. December Dollar Index is fifty-five cents higher at $106.70. And December Dow Jones Futures 242 points lower at $33,349. For commodity trading or ag Marketing Advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using eight sixty six go to tom. Tom don't know if you heard
3: a story of uh, a couple of minutes ago from Fox about lab created chickens. Um, no, yeah, uh, apparently they've figured out a way to do this. Uh, you, you don't have, they don't do it the old fashioned way, which I f- sort of understand how that's done. But apparently you don't need a whole chicken or two to make another chicken. You just have some cells and you put them in a dish and you throw in some, um, uh, you know, some ingredients, stir it up nice. And pretty soon you get a chicken, uh, <laughs> it's, it's modern science, you think that's like that they're they saying, well, maybe cure world hunger with that, something like that, but have you got any thoughts on that? Uh, I know there's a lot of um, artificial insemination goes on in the agricultural world, right?
4: Yeah, but what you're describing there, I just don't know what to think about that. And I'm not a big chicken eater anyway, so oh, well. that just even turns me off more. <laughs>
3: well, there you go. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking maybe we, we'd we call it the, you know, the Franken-chick or something like that. <laughs>
4: I'll tell you, so far, everything they've tried to do, you know, such as plant-based meats and stuff, have not really went over nearly yeah. as well as what a lot of them thought it would. Oh, yeah.
7: I just wonder if the gravy tastes any good.
4: Mm, yeah.
3: <laughs> lab, That's a good thought. Lab gravy is probably pretty good. Long, I wonder if it's <laughs> yeah. got any lumps in it. Lab lumps. All right. <laughs> Enough science for one day. Thank you, guys. And thank you, Ted, uh, Tom, for being with us this morning. KNSS News Time now six forty two. Coming up, we've got Don Grant, CFP. He is the money tracker right here on KNSS. Stephen ten in the morning, KNSS six forty six on this Thursday morning, a week ahead of Thanksgiving. Three big things. Three. Sedgwick County Commission approves adding Juneteenth to its holiday schedule, replacing President's Day. Two. Fire heavily damages a duplex in southeast Wichita, the 2100 block of Pinecrest. One. Republicans win control of the House of Representatives for the first time since 2017. Three big things, Stephen and Ted on KNSS.
6: traffic this morning well the traffic conditions looking good traffic volumes they are starting to pick up starting to see some areas of heavier traffic right now uh, traffic pretty heavy right now uh east and westbound on kellogg near meridian between there and seneca traffic update from 98 7 at 1330 knss it's brought to you by joe dubrava and carl's goodyear tire located downtown at market and waterman and online at carlstire.com your home for complete car care
3: partly sunny today with a high of 42 degrees mostly cloudy and cold tonight the overnight low 19 friday mostly sunny and cooler tomorrow's high only 29 degrees make a note of that if you're heading out the door tomorrow morning you're gonna have to bundle up clear sky now 22 degrees we have a south wind at three miles per hour The Monarch, featuring new merchandise with a wide variety of apparel, glassware, and gifts for the bourbon lover in your life. Available for purchase at The Monarch, celebrating a decade in Delano at 579 West Douglas. Steve is of the morning here on KNSS. We had a... A down day on Wall Street, the second in three days.
1: Stocks were under pressure. The Dow dropped 39. The Nasdaq was down 174. And the S&P lost 32. The slump followed Target's disappointing earnings. The company also predicted a weaker holiday season than its previous forecast. Target shares closed down 13 percent. Retail sales rose 1.3 percent in October. A sign shoppers are still spending, though that number includes gasoline and is not adjusted for inflation. After the Wall Street close, tech giant Cisco Systems reported a better-than-expected quarter, and it is predicting growth. Cisco makes the technology that powers the Internet. Ginny Cosola, Fox News.
3: Americans are bracing for a costly Thanksgiving this year with double-digit percent increases in the price of turkey, potatoes, stuffing, canned pumpkin, and other staples. Higher production costs are only part of the reason Disease, rough weather, and the war in Ukraine are also contributors. Turkey supplies are at their lowest point since 1986 after a deadly avian flu wiped out flocks, and prices are up about 28%. All right, let's take a look at uh, Don Grant,
1: CFP, The Money Tracker, with us this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning. Price inflation. We've all felt it at the grocery store, the home improvement store, and the real estate market, even the dry cleaners. Now, whether your paycheck is keeping up with your spending or not, the cost of living has gone up and it's taking a bigger chunk out of earnings. And inflation is hitting our retirement on two sides. The the first way that inflation is affecting retirement is the accumulation period. Since American workers are spending more to live, they're putting less away for retirement. A retirement survey by Bankrate found that 55% of respondents feel their retirement savings are behind where they need to be. A quarter of those surveys say that they didn't have anything put away this year or last year. Another 16% said they are saving less. On the other side of the balance sheet is retirement spending. Some are drawing down funds designated for retirement, and in many cases, they are dipping into retirement monies before they are retired. 11% of the respondents of that study took money out to cover everyday expenses like utilities, food, and rent. And if the balances are down now because of recent bear markets, it's cutting deeper. Inflation is not fair. It hits different segments of the population differently. Retirees often feel the effects of higher prices more than the general population. That's because they spend more on health care, which has an inflationary rate that is higher than the CPI or the Consumer Price Index. Sit down with your certified financial planner practitioner and see how your investments might be able to move more inflation exposed. There are certain sectors of the economy that get a boost when there is continued inflation. If you're on the investment side of those, you may have a better chance to close the divide between the amount you spend and what you make from your portfolio. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call, number 634-2222. Just ask for me, Don Grant. Stephen, here in the morning. Thank you, Don. And, uh, jed has got some uh, traffic to tell us about
3: here on this uh, Thursday morning, Jed.
6: Uh, we got a power outage. Power outage, uh, oh. Yeah. Evergy's reporting this now. Uh, it, it's affecting the intersection of Harry and Edgemoor and some of the area around it. And that's going to include that, uh, that school district building, Curtis Middle School, Caldwell Elementary School, and the, yep. uh,
3: that's the complex there. Yeah. The exactly. The old Southeast High School area. That's right. Yeah.
6: So that's the area that we're talking about, that area. We've got, uh, a power outage in the area. Yesterday, we told you about uh, Kellogg and
3: Seneca, the police department, saying that. Kellogg and Seneca, the, they had the most traffic accidents mm-hmm. there, if any. And, well, uh, it gonna... happens
7: all the time when you listen to the police scanner. There's always something going on at Kellogg and Seneca. Yeah, and, the, uh, and they're going to enhance enforcement.
3: They're going to have police out there watching for people running lights and speeding and whatnot. <laughs> so I come down that ramp every day, right? Mm-hmm. I came down yesterday, and there wasn't the a policeman in sight, so...
7: <laughs>
6: They must be doing it undercover. Well, Maybe that bush over there is,
7: is actually a cop.
6: I'm I'm taking a look at it right now on the uh, Which Way cam. There's actually a camera that, that looks at Kellogg and Seneca that apparently isn't working at the moment, so they'll have to get that fixed.
3: Maybe somebody ran into it.
6: Yeah, could be. Uh, but they've got one just a little ways further down looking back at Seneca. I don't see any increased enforcement there. What I do see is a whole lot of traffic at the moment. Though.
7: It's a heavily congested intersection. It really is. Uh, got so many people getting off and the other one Kellogg. Is, the other one is Kellogg and Rock. Oh, I spoke too soon. Someone's getting pulled over. There you go. See? Yep. <laughs> so, so
6: the two they, the two most dangerous intersections I go through every single day. Yep.
7: <laughs> yep, just saw the flashing lights roll right new, through though. there. That's, that's, been all, that's, that's been all engineered as new in the last few years. That should be a decent it's intersection.
3: Safe. Okay. Today is National Baklava Day. Filling the kitchen with an aroma of sweet and flaky pastry, baklava's sweet layers of texture and flavor are created between sheets of phyllo pastry filled with chopped nuts and drizzled with syrup or honey. <laughs> drizzled, it's like and,
7: drenched <clears throat> honey.
3: <laughs> and my wife was going to make some of this while, uh, a couple years ago. Couldn't find phyllo dough anywhere. And finally, I think this place over here by Southeast Side, N and J Bakery, N and J's, hmm. and I think they had some. So. Many believe baklava to have originated with the Turkic, Turkish people in Central Asian nations. But however, many countries prepare the dessert in a variety of ways. The word baklava first appeared in English in 1690, and some people pronounce it baklava. And there's not a whole lot of difference, I don't think, from the, the end product. Mm-hmm. My wife's is very... Sure is tasty. Oh, man. She, just, she makes that in just layers after layers of this fine, fine, fine stuff. And that's what I like. I like the texture of it a mm-hmm. lot. But we can start putting all that honey on there that she puts on. Mm. Oh, wow. Huh. And it's kind of a Christmas treat. you hear, see it at Christmas quite a bit. So National Baklava Day. I'll just, we should call her up and tell her we need a batch for tomorrow. What do you think? Boy, wouldn't that be great. But just,
7: come on, come on, hurry.
3: Yeah, that'll go over real well. <laughs> okay, Ted. All right, it's uh, 6.55, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up 7 o'clock, top of the hour, all the news here on KNSS. It's Republicans winning control of the House of Representatives for the first time in a good five years. That story and more coming up, Stephen, 10 in the morning on KNSS.
2: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?